Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Father, we thank you for the blessing of this hour. Thanks a million for gathering us together again after the year of the pandemic. Your truth still marches on. Your church is still marching on. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against your church. And so for everyone gathered here, you've gathered us for a purpose. You've gathered us for destiny. There is something in this life that is your agenda for this world that you are making us a part of. Therefore, open our eyes, the eyes of our understanding, that we may know the hope of your calling. For there is a hope of your calling, an end result of your calling, the the purpose of your calling, the rewards of your calling, and the exceeding greatness of your power that is at work in us. The same power you demonstrated when you raised Christ from the dead. Please open our eyes so that we can understand it, that we can grasp it. And the hope of your calling, the reason why you have made us a part of your people, we thank you. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. The missionary call. In Matthew 28, we look at verse number 18. Jesus. Jesus. The one who is the author and the finisher of our faith. The one who is the beginning and the end. The one who is the alpha and the omega. The one who purchased our salvation with his own blood. Do you see? Is the one who is speaking. If I was the one speaking, you could say maybe I've come with my own idea. But let us listen to Jesus, our savior. He said, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Many charismatic people like this verse, this part. All power is given. So we have power over every power. Then we just take off. But it's nice. But he's announcing that the power is given unto him in heaven and in earth. Then he says, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you even unto the end of the world. Amen. Amen. Now, he says, go ye, therefore, and teach all nations, 
That word there simply is the word in the Greek, matateo. And matateo, it means to be a disciple or to make disciples or to get followers. To make people become followers of Jesus. Okay? Then he says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Verse 20 gives another teaching. He says, teaching them to observe. So when you look at the two teachings, you always think that it's just the same word he's repeating himself. But interestingly, the word in the Greek there is didasko. And didasko, it means to instill doctrine into one. Yes. To instill doctrine. Or it means to discharge the office of a teacher. Or conduct oneself as a teacher. So what he's saying is that, Go ye therefore into all the world. The power that is given to Jesus is not just for binding demons that are harassing our families. But based on the power given to him, He is mandating you and I to become teachers of all nations. And it is not the exclusive preserve of a few elite forces like Prophet Francis Aubin. Yes. Or Bishop Ediadi. Because when you hear these names, they sound like, oh, these are the teachers, these are the prophets, these are the men of God, these are the ones who, to whom the teaching and the the, the matateo and the didasco belongs to. But matateo is to make disciples. But didasco means to turn them into teachers. Make them teachers of the thing you have taught them. Are you listening to me? Many people in the church think of themselves as just receivers. And people who have come to enjoy. You know, and if you're in a church like this, you can easily be deceived because the church is nice. The church is air-conditioned. I mean, the pastor is, has swag. I mean, the choir is international. So you can come to this church and actually have a treat. By the time the choir has finished, you are on cloud nine. By the time the pastor picks the microphone, I mean, all your problems have disappeared from your life. So, you can easily think that the church is just a place to come and enjoy and have a wonderful experience. No. But Jesus gave us a mandate. He said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. But I'm charging you. The charge was so serious that every of the gospel writers spoke about it. Every of the gospel writers spoke about this all-important commission. And that commission must also burn on our hearts. This is called the Great Commission. This is Matthew 28, 19 and 20. And the Great Commission was popularized by, um, I think it was um, Hudson Taylor, the missionary to China. 
I don't know who originated it, but he popularized it. That this is our great commandment or the great commission. This is what the church is mandated to do. And if you believe the Bible, you better believe in the commission. If you believe in the Bible, you better believe that Jesus is speaking not to just a few people. Because when he said the power is given to him in heaven and in earth, you didn't say that it only applies to the disciples. You believe that the power given to Jesus is also available to you for everything in your life. To bind the demon that affects your marriage. To bind the demon that affects your business. To bind the demon that are in your ancestral lineage. To overcome all the demons that harass you in the area. Area demons. But you have to also accept that if the power is yours to confront demons, then also the commission to preach is also your mandate. And if you are a choir, a chorister, you are a preacher as well. If you are a singer, you can also be, you too can be a missionary. What a great opportunity. I used to be a worship leader many years ago in my church. I taught many songs. And long before all these choreographed dances that people dance in the church, dancing stars and so on came about, I don't know what happened, but we used to lead the whole church. We would teach them how to dance, choreograph dance. I mean, there's no God like Jehovah. There's no God. The whole church would go like this. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like everybody would go like There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God. Look, the whole church will be alive. Old men, young men, women, pregnant. Everybody will be in it. Hey. There were different dances with different music worship that we conducted. But one day my pastor said to me, I want you to start, let's go to SU and organize the way they have trained people to, to know the Bible, SU, Scripture Union. So you often know that the believers who went to Christ, uh, Scripture Union are a little different from the ones who just came into the charismatic churches. They can't quote scriptures. They don't know the Bible. They don't have quiet time. Even quiet time is area people gathering on a park to pray. That's their quiet time. There's nothing like devotion in their lives. And it's difficult for charismatic believers to discipline themselves to read the Bible every day. So he said, let's have school of the word. Let's go to SU, learn their methods and then I want you to teach the church. So that gave birth to the school of the word, school of uh, solid foundation, school of apologetics, school of solid foundation, school of victorious living. These were the four basic schools we began with. And I began to teach. Then he said, I want you to now teach people, um, prepare them to become pastors. So sometimes I'll lead the worship, two, three services, by the time I finish, my voice is all dry. Then I have to gather about sometimes over 100 people to teach them how to study the Bible, how to, you know, understand the word of God and things like that. And the basis of our Christianity. And gradually, by God's grace, I'm known more today by teaching 
than by music. Is that not so? Since I came here, you never asked me to come and lead worship. Yes, you've never even heard me sing, as if I can't sing. In fact, even me myself, sometimes I wonder whether I can sing. It's as if all my singing has disappeared. Because the teaching has taken over. But every now and then, some few, one or two, be to frighten children, can come in. Hallelujah. This is in response to the Great Commission. And as I grew on in the Lord, I realized that many musicians who never graduate into teaching, into preaching, many of them end up backsliding in America and everywhere. You hear of this musician, he was so great, then he's backsliding, he's left his wife, he's left his children, he's left the church, you can't hear of him anymore. But most of those who graduated and learned that I can't just, even though I sing, I can also preach. Even though I sing, I can also fulfill the great commission. Yes. And go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. So it's good to sing. But you also have to understand that singing is within the context of the great commission. And wherever you are and whoever you are, you can even be an usher. But you must always know that your, your, your mandate is the great commission. And this is why the missionary call is important. Yes. In John chapter 4. John chapter 4. <laughs> Jesus was speaking to the disciples. Let's look at verse 34. John chapter 4, verse 34. He says, Jesus saith unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes, and look on the fields, for they are white, already to harvest. Jesus had come to his disciples. They, they have gone together to Samaria. He was hungry. He sent them to buy food. They brought the food. He said he was okay. So they asked themselves, has anybody brought him food to eat? What has satisfied him? And he told them, it's not the meat that you are thinking about. When we talk about, we talk about meat, you only think about food. Wache. Domedo. Banku. When we talk about meat, all you think about is what can satisfy your belly. But Jesus said to them, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish it. So Jesus is telling you, number one, look, lift up your eyes and look. Most Christians are not looking. They look inwardly. They look at themselves. They are not looking at the harvest. All our churches must lift up our eyes again. 
and look not at ourselves and how you don't have a wife and how you must get a wife in the church and that has become your main agenda and how you don't have a husband and how you need a husband that has become your main agenda how you don't have a job and how you need a job and that has become your main motivation even for coming to church you see people come to church many times they are as we are worshiping they are looking in as the singers are singing others are looking at their fingers and checking the ring finger whether something is there because you see often when you see a singer the way she sings very nice and smiling and all that you kind of feel that if you have this singer for a wife you are a goner i mean it's going to be nice she'll be singing in the house i mean the house will be full of smiles i mean you'll be happy all the time well that may be correct but it doesn't always happen like that you may marry a singer and she may only sing when she's rehearsing for for church and you'll be surprised that there'll be no singing with your name on it when they are bringing food and they are singing you i thought that you'll be singing for me the way you sing in the in the one brother he told me that my wife doesn't sing for me and she said, the calling is for, is for the people of God. You are not the only one. <laughs> are you listening to me? Lift up your eyes. There are harvest fields that have not yet been touched. And there are places that need this nice type of church. Yes. And there are places that need this nice type of pastor or this nice type of you people who have heard such nice messages in this church. There are more places that need to hear the messages you are even hearing from here. There are harvest beyond harvest fields beyond Medina Estates. There are harvest fields beyond Accra. There are places that we must go and put keepers' house there. You see, many churches have the feeling. And many believers think that just because there are churches in every town or there seems to be churches everywhere, everywhere has been filled already. But I will tell you that if you were to look at a mosque, they don't say that there is a mosque in this area. So they don't need to put another mosque in the area. In one little area, you can find 20 mosques. Yes. Because they believe that they must propagate Islam and convert many more people. But the believers have stopped converting people. We have stopped sending the gospel of salvation to the ends of the world. That's what is the missionary call. The missionary call is to send the gospel to the nations of the world. The missionary call is to start churches in every nook and cranny of our society. You will say that Accra is filled with churches. I want to tell you that Accra needs more churches than we have already had. And there are some sitting here. There is a call of God on your life. You are going to go out of in a few months time, in a few years to come, some of whom we are seeing here today, we shall see no more. Only to see them from time to time when we have homecoming and conferences, conventions, and leaders' conferences, and things like that. But we will be, you will be moving from here. Yes. 
You and your wife. You will be going to Kumasi. You will be going to, even you've gone to Takradi already, isn't it? We have to go to Cape Coast. Yes. We have to go to, uh, in Zerokora uh, is even in uh, uh, Senegal, in, Zer- in Guinea. Eh? Yes. We have to go to the towns. Every one day, I remember Bishop told us one day that there, are, there used to be 210 district capitals. And he said, or oh, 110, 210, 110. He said, we have to have a church in every district capital in Ghana. Hey! It became a major vision. That means we need a human being and then we need some resources to send them. And we did. And now there is no district, district capital, including the new ones that have been formed, that you will not find our church there. You open a district capital, you find us there. Yes, churches must go. And Keeper's House is a church that must think of only Keeper's House as the reason for this great commission. Don't rely on Lighthouse or Macarius Church or Central Gospel Church. Oh, they're Central Gospel Church. So when you go there, just join them. Your mind must be that this great commission is just for only you. We, Keeper's House, are supposed to fulfill this great commission. A few days ago, a brother was asking me that, ah, why is it that we are going everywhere? Because he sees lighthouse spreading everywhere. Why are we going everywhere? And I said, well, my bishop, he reads the Bible literally and believes that the Bible he's reading, God is speaking to him. And whatever instruction and commandment is given, he does not see it as somebody, it's, it's for somebody. See, like some people say that, Lord, here I am, send him. Or here I am, send them. <laughs> but he sees it that God is saying, go ye. You see, I told you that the gospel writers, everybody spoke about it. Let's go to Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. What does he say there? He says, this is the popular scripture most charismatic people quote, isn't it? But ye shall receive power. Even the way we say power. Yes. Power. And the more powerful it sounds like power. the Holy Ghost is come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and the uttermost part of the earth. Yes. The power is not just for Bahua, 
Our cells have come. Our selves have come. Somebody shout in tongues, then hey, yeah, 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 yeah. as soon as we start, let's now pray for souls to be saved. Then you see that our tongues have reduced. We are checking our time to see when the the service will end. Or the the the, the leader must raise a song. But Jesus. Who told us that we will receive power to be witnesses? The same Jesus described the harvest field. He said, begin at Jerusalem, but don't end there. Continue to Samaria, well, Judea, first of all. From Jerusalem, you go to your Judea. And then you go to your Samaria. And then you go to the uttermost part of the earth. Why do you think that the, the, the power came so that we can only speak in tongues? Why don't it occur to you that there is another place beyond the Jerusalem where you have begun? I'm glad and I saw the place where your church began. You, you have a church now in Takrade. I saw that when I went on a visit once, I saw the church. And I was happy to see that you are not only here in Medina Estates. In an air-conditioned, ultra-modern, multi-purpose, multifaceted, cosmopolitan, state-of-the-art, futuristic, and avant-garde church. <laughs> and tasty and international church. But you have gone beyond, and I think the pastor who used to be here, right? He was part of us here, and he's gone. And why do you think you are going to just be here jumping? Hey, 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 hey. There shall come a time in your life. You will walk in your calling in the fields that are white. Yes. So when you finish singing and they are preaching, take the notes well. Because there shall come a time in your life you will walk in your calling in the fields that are white. Yes. Don't think you are going to be sitting here. Every day they are pumping. Pump it, pastor. Pump it. Some people say pump it. That means they preach. Pump it. Then he'll be preaching. Oh, one in nine. Oh, one in seven. To Tuntesio. Yes. Often when believers are not really seeing the harvest. That's why you see yourselves and now this one has taken my beloved and you know and I mean I, I brought her to church and you see, my singer who was here, the guy who brought her to church is the guy who married her. Okay. Sister Ify. It's called Bring and Take. Yes, Bring and Take. B and T. Yes. When pastors have no vision for the harvest, so you'll be asking even for snakes. 
Mamin kana menye free na ewa mano ewa mano yes eshe me bo you don't have time for anything what is social media so sir any comment anybody makes you can answer it ah, I don't understand it and some of these people we warned them long ago we were on social media too much oh how come every day you have something to post on social uh, on Facebook we will not have time to even open the Facebook to look at it. What is to honor? Comments, 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 comments. I mean, before you come onto your 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 um, status on WhatsApp to come and look at other people's status and make comments on them, I say, wow. You are not looking at the harvest. Jesus said, lift your eyes, look at the harvest. You are not seeing the harvest. You are only seeing marriage. These days, even people get married and they don't really commit themselves again to church. A lot of people said they, they, they are uh, coronavirus. Because of that, you know, I don't want to, you know, I'm a, I have a something, something, something underlying condition B. So I don't want to come in the midst of. Meanwhile, fat rotro. You, are, you go to a crammer. You join the queue. And you don't even wear masks when you are, you are there. When you come to church, it's like it's church that you are going to have coronavirus. Lift your eyes. If you don't see the harvest, other religions are seeing the harvest. They are looking at the harvest. Our children. You have put games in the hands of your children. And even for them to be serious in church. I saw some children the other day. He said, they don't have a Bible to read on in the morning. As little children who are now coming up as they are learning to read, they won't give them a Bible that they can use to, to do quiet time from an early age. But you see our brothers, the Muslims, they teach their children on Saturdays how to memorize the Quran, the Quran from as little as three, four, five years. They start. Now, Christopher, John 3, 16, cry and son, he had bought John 1 12 amount at the work of John uh, Romans 3 23. And the obey then well, Mamma no cranium, Papa no the auntie put that. He's never heard it before, he's never seen it before. He can't bring up his children in the fear and nature of the Lord. He's thinking of how they will go to an international school. But he's not thinking of how they must, they are your children, they are also a harvest field. As the pressure on Ghana is coming for homosexuality. And, and the, and the, and the removal of all these restrictions on people of, as they call it, minorities. People who are homosexual. You see a small boy, he he wants to say that he's a girl in a boy's body. Yeah, they back Ghana. Yes. This is the harvest. The pressure 
on the system. You see, we can have debates on whether homosexuality should be legalized or whatever. It's, that's not the point. The point is to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. If we said we're having outreach on Saturday, all of us who are here should gather again and go for person to person, soul to soul, uh, woman to woman, man to man. You won't come. You can't tell me that you are different. Every church is like that, including my own. (laughs) And that is why such a conference is so crucial for our time. Are you listening to me? When Jesus looked on the harvest, the second thing he saw, he said, this harvest is plenteous. The laborers are few. So he showed us what to do as number one step. In Matthew chapter 9 and verse 36. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 36. He says, but when he saw the harvest, when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then the Bible says in verse 37, Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers, they are few. Verse 38, Then he showed us, Pray ye the Lord of the harvest to send laborers into his harvest field. This is a conference for the release of laborers into his harvest field. The laborers that are few. There should be more recruits. There should be more people who are signing up. I want to be one of the laborers. He saw the multitudes. Even though he knew they were hungry, what he was talking about was not food for their stomachs. He was thinking about the salvation of their souls. He saw them as a harvest field. He saw them as a harvest where laborers must go in and harvest. Bringing them to church. Filling our halls. In spite of the coronavirus, our halls should still be full. God is still looking for a filling of his house. But the normal Christian is not thinking about that. That's why if you have a pastor whose heart is for missions, is for the preaching and the spreading of the gospel and the winning of souls and the, and the following them up and the teaching them and, and, and helping them to be established in the Lord, you have found a heart, a, father, a pastor whose heart is beating after the heart of God. Yes. And let us join in. Jesus said, lift your eyes, look, number one. Number two, pray the Lord of the harvest. He will send Libras into his harvest field. Libras. Libras. Maybe one of those Libras. Number three, then he said, go to the nations. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Go. The going is not staying. The going is going. (laughs) The going is everywhere. The going is every nation. My bishop has been leading us to pray, pray. We have been praying for laborers into the harvest, into the Philippines. Pray the, into India. Why do you think that India is not for you? Why do you think China is not for you? We can have missionaries from keepers house in China. 
We can have missionaries from Keepers House to Ukraine. When we are watching soccer and we look at the names of the countries that are playing, we think of churches in those nations. We are not just watching and enjoying the soccer. Our minds must be on the harvest. One day, when you have children, one of your saddest moments will be when your child comes to you to say that, I want to be a Muslim. Maybe you have never gotten there before. But if you've ever seen a woman whose son is wayward, doesn't come home, doesn't call, they don't know where he is, it's one of the saddest moments. Don't even know his number. Because he's lost. Not physically lost. Physical loss is, is painful. But I tell you, one day when you see that your child has changed, whilst you are going to church, he has crossed his legs. He's calling some other God. It may not be good for you. That's why you pray. And the prayer will turn our hearts. The prayer will soften our hearts. The prayer will make us will cause us to think of the harvest. Yes. And make it something that is on our hearts. It's not enough. I tell you, at a point, if you are not careful, you won't even like concerts. That does not bring souls. Yeah. Because you'll be tired of just celebrating the same celebrations, same celebrations, enjoyment of the facilities that we have got. Somebody said, when God raises men of God up and they build a church, a nice church, ultra modern, then they move, they boot him out. And they take over the church. And they suck him from the church. The Holy Ghost is out. God has no... Because you see, our, even our programs, he can't break into them because he, you, we know what to do. We come with intercession after that. Even when somebody changes the order, they say, oh, why? Well, I don't know more your worship in terms of... I know more your worship. Because at this time, you praise you. How come we are praying? Or how come... What is happening that pastor is preaching at this time? But we know what to do. <laughs> After intercession, we have some worship, slow song we call worship, then fast ones we call praises, and then offering with choir and ministration. And after that, we invite the man of God to come and preach. One day, Reverend Stu said, if, we, are very, if we, are, we say that we are serious and we are led by the Lord to do this program, why don't we put the offering time at the beginning? Put the offering at the beginning. Yes. The way we put the prayer at the beginning when virtually nobody is there. It's as if to just wind the people and wind the people. And the slow song is we are waiting for the late comers, waiting for them, waiting. Then when we see that the hall is getting full, then ourselves are coming. Then we are putting energy into it and we are becoming what? But we know what to do. We have a homiletical arrangement of our programs. But Jesus, our Savior, 
He wasn't, you see, he came to die, but he knew that he alone cannot preach the gospel. That is why he commissioned some people after him that they will go to all the world and they should begin from Jerusalem. But he knows that they alone cannot finish all the work. So they should begin at Jerusalem. Then they must go to Judea. Then they go to Samaria. Then they go to the uttermost part. So this church, you have begun at Medina Estates. We must see you at East Legon. We must see you at uh, Abeka. We must see you at Teshano. We must see you at Kaneshi somewhere. We must see you at Mamprobi somewhere. We must see you at Dansoman. And some of these nice ashes who are here, one day you see them in their suit with a congregation of 40 people, 50 people, growing to 400. And you see that they are also doing something for the master. We cannot sit in our church until Jesus comes. We must go into all the world and preach. Be a preacher. Be a preacher. Be a preacher. Let me give you some few Ah, characteristics or something for missionaries. At least, let me just do. Tomorrow we'll, be, we'll continue. Lakota padaliki baradase nunchabarades. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Master. If you say someone is a missionary, are you there still, or you've gone home? If you say someone is a missionary, it means he is a real disciple. It means he's a what? A real disciple. In Mark chapter 3 and verse 13, the Bible says, And he goeth up into a mountain, and calleth unto him whom he would. They came unto him. Verse 14. And he ordained twelve that they should be with him and that he might send them forth to preach. That is, that is the missionary call. He calls us to be with him. He calls us to be with him. He will teach us. We will fellowship with him. We will enjoy his presence. But there comes a time when he demands of you to go out and preach because he can't just pour into you and you keep it all to yourself. The songwriter says, I can't keep it to myself. I got to go out and tell somebody. I can't keep it to myself. I got to go out and tell somebody. I have to go out. I can't stay here. Many years ago, a pastor came to our church. He preached. His, he said in 1962 or 63, he came to Ghana from America. His friend came to Ghana with his son. And they went to Boku in those years, 1962-63 Boku. They came as missionaries. Not modern day. Olden days, even modern day Boku. How is the place? Like you you transfer Okra Begani. <laughs> On Christmas Day, his son said to him, Daddy, it's Christmas time. I want us to give baby Jesus a Christmas gift. And what was the gift? Let us have a crusade. His father said, it's a good idea. Prepare the generator and then let's go to a place and we just, I'm sure those days there's no, there was no light. So if you just turn on a generator, I'm sure everybody in the town will gather by it. But while the son was preparing the generator, putting the fuel and trying to get the generator to start, 
the thing exploded and bent him alive. Yes. The boy is buried in Boku. His grave is there. You can see it. It's there in Boku up till today. Let's give baby Jesus a gift. And they came in 1960 something to Ghana. That's why there are people in Boku who are Christians. That's why many of us, in, we are even sitting in the church, we call ourselves Christians. Some people have come, oh, they, that's how the gospel came to us. When it came to us, we there, we came to enjoy. Don't let me go empty handed. Everything not double double. Everything not double double. So you see that we there we want double double things. And we there we want we, we, we don't want to go empty handed. But in those years, they didn't think of what they can come and get. They thought of what they can give to baby Jesus. The souls that they can save. Because he gave his life so that they can talk about it. But he gave his life and you want to just enjoy it. That must never be. So he called them to himself. And he ordained 12 that they will be with him. They stayed. They came. Then he sent them. Now go and preach. Now go and talk about me. Now go and declare my word. Now go and tell people that I died for them. Now go and talk about Don't keep it. Don't keep quiet. Don't change the message. I mean, you can, you see that even when we, we sing, sometimes our singing does not lead anybody to Christ. It cannot. Because it has pleased God that by the foolishness of preaching, men should be saved. Unless we preach, men cannot be saved. That's why he, he called them to be with him. Then later he said, go and preach. So why do you just want to be with him? I just want to be where you are. Dwelling daily in your presence. I don't want to worship from afar. Is that not so? Yes. That's, the, that, that, that's how we want to sing. The other time when I came, we used to have a song. Um, um, oh, Kai Mekan. Draw. I came to draw. Draw. I don't know this tamanto. Moferi. It's a good song. Flora was the one singing there. Eh? It was Naomi. And, and then she she make a hand like draw, draw, draw from you again. I said that's all. <laughs> It's good to draw from him. But he is, Jesus is showing us that even when he called the people to come and draw from him, after that he said he sent them forth to preach. Send them forth to preach. That's the missionary call. If you're a missionary, you are a real follower of Jesus, a real disciple. In Matthew chapter 10 verse 1, he says that when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. These twelve, Jesus, verse 5 says, he sent forth. These twelve, 
Jesus he sent forth. So he didn't just call them to be with him and give them power over sicknesses and diseases. But after that, he sent them forth. He sent them forth. So if you say someone is a missionary, it means that he's a real disciple. Number two, if you say someone is a missionary, it means he is a hard follower. In Matthew 4, 18, he says, And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he saith unto them, Follow me, I will make you fishers of men. Why do you think that we, that we came to follow Jesus to get a car? Or we came to follow Jesus to get a house? Or we came to follow Jesus to, 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 to get a husband. You may not like this type of message, but let me tell you that this is why the church has stopped growing and the church has stopped advancing. But the church is an advancing church. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That means the church will be marching forward and the gates will be struggling to hold up. But now, no, we are holding up and we are worried that unbelievers are coming for our girls and, and Islam is coming to our nation. We should rather have been advancing, taking territories. By now, a big called Chad, a big called Niger, a big called Mali. But we say, oh, oh, this place are just Islamic. Who told you that they're not? If you go to the north of Ghana now, there are many, 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 many mocks there because we left them. But thank God for Church of Pentecost. Somehow they believe that they too can contend with Islam even in the north. So when you go, you see that there's no church, there's no church, there's no church. Then you find most, 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 most of them Church of Pentecost. Most, most, most Church of Pentecost. Recently our bishop said that let us join our brothers, the Church of Pentecost, and join them and build churches in the north and build churches there, congregations there, so that we also establish the flag of Jesus even in the north. Yes. yes. And, and there should be people here. I tell you, you may not want to go anywhere, but I'm telling you something that if you don't just wear a t-shirt with wild missionary on it, you must be wild inside and practically joining the harvest. Yes. If a pastor or anybody wants to, if he comes, they want to send him somewhere to start a church, it must be either Copenhagen or New York or, I mean, uh, Toronto or D.C. Or, or some kind of nice, modern, cosmopolitan city. Yes. Oh, my auntie is in Virginia. She's asking me to come and see whether I can, I can stay there. So I'm off. No, cop. Then when he goes, doesn't even think of the church anymore. But you know how our work began also in many places? People began to devote themselves. They are young people who are in the Caribbean. They've gone there, found jobs as lay missionaries. We call them lay missionaries. We don't pay them even snits. Now, I mean, can I be free now? It will be our dream. We don't pay them any allowances. 
but they work in the country and have established a church there for the glory of God. Bishop himself said, the churches that he has established, none of them is for him. None of the churches belong to him. No, no, no church, no account is in his will. It is for the glory of God. He said, the church, they will die and leave it. And leave it. It's not for our children. My, he said, my child cannot inherit the church. It's for the glory of God. If my child becomes a pastor, to God be the glory. And if he, he, he's the pastor of a particular branch, then to God be the glory. But it is not our, our personal bona fide property. Yes, it is for Jesus. It is the church of Jesus Christ of the latter day saints. <laughs> Clap for Jesus. The next one, if you say, I'm just rounding up with this one. If you say someone is a missionary, hmm, number three, it means he is a dependable messenger. A dependable what? Messenger. In Matthew 26, you see how the, the apostles, you know, uh, uh, were, 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 the, were, were great messengers. He says, now the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, Matthew 26, 17, the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, where will thou that we prepare for thee to eat the Passover? And he said, go into the city to such a man and say unto him, the master saith, my time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at thy house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them. And they made ready the Passover. Go into the city they went. Why is it that we there? They can't say go and we go. Come and we come. How many of us want to even be full time even for, for the Lord that even if the church is going to pay you you, you, you would like the church to pay you so that you work for the Lord. Even those of you who don't have jobs. You can never surrender yourselves to the master that use me. Me too. If there's something that I can do for the Lord please can I get a job? I want to do something for God. Even if it means training me to go and preach in another city I can go and do it. Another country I can go and do it. Or, my job has openings at here and here and here and here. If I go to maybe uh, Axim, I may be a manager, branch manager of our organization there. So I want to take that transfer so that Keeper's House can go to Axim. I'm telling you, it's a missionary work. We have many missionaries like that. Because see, the church also, if you put all your stomach on us, it will collapse. Send me a open Accra Molly. You to me finance Accra Mama. You buy tomatoes from Max Mart. How can we finance that one? <laughs> hey, you want to drive a V8 and you don't go anywhere outside Accra. How can we buy the fuel for such a car? But maybe you work at MTN. MTN says we want to advance into Elubo or advance into Takwa more and we need people like you because of how you are. You can work for us. So can you go to Takwa? I said, oh, I've never been there before. I don't know anybody there. If, I, if you send me to Takwa, you have finished me. No. 
from tonight, your heart must be, yes, sir. I'm going to Takwa. They will be wondering why you are bright like that. And you are so excited. They don't know that you are working for the master. And that you are a missionary in your heart. And that as you go to Atakwa or to Axim or to any of these towns that they are sending you. You are coming to your pastor to say, Pastor, a branch has appeared. An opening has come. Thank God for my Bible school notes. I've got all my Bible school notes in my notebook. I have them here. So I have enough to preach for the next one year. You think it's a mystical thing? No. It is this, this same thing that has helped us to go from one region to the other, to the other, to the other. Now we are building churches in every Samra boy. We are building there. We built, uh, we just finished in where? San Zule. We just finished a branch, a, a building in San Zule. And you'll be surprised how God has touched people's hearts. My bishop said, one of these buildings, 9 by 18, which is almost the size of this room, almost, is $10,000. We need people to build one. Any individuals can build, groups can build, anybody can build, family can build. If you just do it for the Lord, there will be in some rabbi, a group of people who stand in that building and lift up their hands and pray to God and it will be to your account. You will be home believe we have built almost 500 of these things. Almost 500. 500 times 10,000 is what? Oh, Mbacho Muni Mwahong. Nehansu, 500 times. Eye Bebri Wahong. That's my heart. I want to see Keeper's house. Advancing in our nation, advancing into Togo, going to Benin, going to Nigeria. Why not? Why not? Now we have so many branches coming up now in Nigeria. They are advancing. They are going. They are going. Who said Nigeria is close to Ghana churches when Ghana is not close to Nigerian pastors? Can't you see Nigerian churches that are sprouting all over the place? And when they come, they're able to build a church and stay here. But we cannot go there and build a church. Keeper's house is going to Lagos. Keeper's house is going to Ibadan. Keeper's house is going to um, Abuja. Keeper's house is going. And, and we are not going because there's money there. We are going because there are souls there. There are souls there. May God touch your heart to embrace this missionary call. Hey! Mayakosa. The next one, I have just a few more. I finish. If you say somebody is a missionary, number number four. If you say someone is a missionary, it means he is a radical propagandist and proselytizer. I mean, yes, a proselyte, proselytizer, proselytizer, proselytizer. And radical converter of people. If you say someone is a missionary, it means he's a radical propagandist and proselytizer and a radical converter of people. Yes. No who spell you. Oh dear, Okofi and Wakwe dictionary. 
<laughs> Fatu three. <laughs> or write it how you can say it. Yes. But it's enough to say if somebody's a missionary, he's a radical propagandist. Yes. A radical is a wild missionary. That's what it is. If you say somebody's a missionary, he's a wild converter of people. And then if you say somebody's a wild missionary, then he's a wild radical converter of people. John 4, 9, Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. The woman then left her water pot, from, if you look at verse 28, and she went her way into the city and said to the men, come, see a man. Eh? A radical converter. He, he is not supposed to deal with Samaritans, but because he's radical, he's breaking through that region. He told me all that I ever did. Is this not the Christ? We are looking for wild, radical converters. Hey! Wild ones. How can this church be full, even? And we, tomorrow I'll show you. You have to begin from the house. How to work and win souls here. Because if you don't know how to win souls here, then when we put you in... Uh, uh, you see, I have one of my branches in Dakar. And I went to visit them in Dakar. And I got to a town... I always forget the name of this town. I got to a town. One, it wasn't Dakar yet, but it was a town before Dakar. <laughs> when we got down from the bus, and I stood outside, and we were not yet in Dakar. We just stopped over at a rest stop to just refresh ourselves and continue the journey. When I got down there, are you listening to me? And I looked around. I said to the people who were with me on the bus that, look, look at us standing here. Imagine you alone have come to this town and you have come as a missionary and you are going to win the people who are playing soccer on that side and the people who are in that restaurant and the people who are in that shop are your converts, the people you are going to convert. You don't know the language. You don't know their food. You don't know their jokes. You don't have accommodation. And many years ago, we sent a young man like that. You don't look like them. And you land in the place. You, you tell yourself, before you even tell them, you tell yourself that I am a missionary. And I'm a wild missionary. And I told them that, you see how it is? We look lost. We know no one. We don't even know where to go. Do we go straight? Do we go left? How do we begin to even do anything here? That's how we send this young man. And he came to this country. And today, we are building a cathedral in Dakar. Oh, man. Too powerful. And when I see the congregation, you see, after years, and, and at a point it was as if it wasn't even going to work. But after years, God blessed the work. And they crossed 100. Then they crossed 200. 
And, and when I went there and I saw them singing this song in French. Why are you not a missionary? A missionary, a missionary. Hey, the girl be saying, a missionary, a missionary, a missionary. I said, Jesus. Hey. One day, Keeper's house will be in Dakar. Will be in Lome, Togo. Will be in uh, 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 Guinea, Conakry. Guinea-Bissau. My missionary in Guinea-Bissau. Oh, Bishop Jeffrey. When you see him, you would think that he was born there and he's one of them. Hey, he has become a missionary. Has, he has become, he has forgotten about his native country and his native home. He has come to them. He has befriended the people. You will see him holding a microphone. Hey, Ricardo. Hey, uh, Rapido, Rapido. Hey, Hey, that's a missionary missionary and now we have we are spreading into that country going to Bafata going to Kanchungu hey when you go they speak Portuguese Creole It's, it's Portuguese mixed with French mixed with Broken English all together in a new language. Hey, it's too powerful. So when you say that they, they, are, they are Portuguese, you say, oh, no, they don't speak Portuguese. It's not Portuguese. They speak Portuguese Creole. So some of the words are French, franchised Portuguese and Portuguese in a, with English mixture. All of them are inside. Broken like pidgin English in Portuguese. May God give us such people. In their hearts. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. He's a radical converter of people. Like Jesus did. Number five. If you say someone is a missionary. It means he is a good preacher. And a systematic indoctrinator. Woo. First Timothy 2.7. Paul wrote. He said. Whereunto I'm ordained a preacher. And an apostle, I speak the truth in Christ and lie not. He's a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and in verity. You are going to be a systematic. You see, when your pastor is teaching, the way he starts with an introduction, then he gives you a point, then he gives you a verse, then he gives you some explanation, then he goes to point number two, then point number three, then he rounds it up in conclusion and prayers. It's a systematic indoctrinator. Yes. And you are going to be like that in days to come. Can I have an amen? Amen. Uh, 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 You are going to be what? A systematic indoctrinator. Tell your neighbor you are going to become a systematic indoctrinator. That is what it means to be a missionary. If you say someone is a missionary, it means he is a powerful agent. And a go-between. He said, go between. Second Corinthians 5.18 says, we have the ministry of reconciliation. Ministry of reconciliation. That means that you reconcile men to God. Yes. Wow. You are a go between. You stand between God and man. You stand between the wrath of God and the salvation of people. You are a go-between. 
Because of you, somebody will not go to hell. Because of you, somebody will not be condemned to eternal damnation. Systematic indoctrinator and a very wild go-between. The next one, he is a faithful ambassador. When you say somebody is a missionary, he is a faithful ambassador. Now then we are ambassadors of Christ. As though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled with God. So we are ambassadors. You will go and represent Christ well there. You will go and show, you, you will be a good ambassador of even keeper's house. As a good ambassador. When we come and we look at your church, we will not think that it's an Aladura church. Some white cloth is on the table, a bell is somewhere, and a little vase with one, one flower inside, and a red, oh, mercy. With Jesus' picture at the background. You are not a faithful ambassador. One day I was in Douala, Cameroon, and I saw Winners Chapel International. <laughs> and the pastor told me that he had invited a man of God from Nigeria to our church. And when they were passing by the Winners Chapel Church, he told the, our pastor that, hey, the guy will not be happy with them at all. <laughs> When he saw the building, he saw the writing on the wall. The ogre will not be happy with them at all. <laughs> it's like the ogre, because he is not a faithful ambassador. Yes. If you are, if you you are coming from Winners Chapel, Nigeria, we should see it on the building. We should see it on the congregation. We should see it on the word that is preached. We should see it on the niceness of the church. Look at how nice the church is. Look at how nice the choir is. The address, the instruments and everything. When we send you to do a church, a branch, what you bring? You don't have the outlook. You don't have the culture. Just a choir is the CB. Hey! <laughs> And you to forbe. Is this keeper's house? Your girl will not be happy with you at all. <laughs> Ah, is this keeper's house? Nah. Your girl will not be happy with you at all. <laughs> you will be a faithful ambassador. Yes. Faithful ambassador. You represent Christ well. You represent the church well. Yes. And finally, if you say someone, someone is a missionary, it means he is a trustworthy career. He's a trustworthy career. He's a trustworthy what? Career. It's like a courier service. Somebody that we have given to take something somewhere, he would deliver it well. Yes. That's why often you enter many of our churches, we hear them preaching a similar message. Where the post said, I write the outline for all our churches, first and second service. Nobody preaches another sermon. 
if you have come to Keeper's house, you don't know the pastor's messages, you don't read his books, you don't preach from it, you don't know what they are preaching in Accra, you don't transmit a similar message, it's like you there, you are off cry. You have your own revelation cry and TV that. Now, Crawford, so show and you must have to some tears. Is this Keeper's house? Your girl will not be happy with you at all. But you will be a faithful career. I say you'll be a trustworthy career. Hallelujah. It's a career of good tidings. In Romans chapter 10, we read from verse 13. He says, It shall come to pass. Romans 10, 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Then he says, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? And verse 15 says, and how shall they preach except they be sent? That's the missionary, the person you, you, as you assume where call, you send you, go. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. They bring glad tidings of good things. They bring glad tidings of good things. That means that they faithfully carry out whatever glad tidings are delivered to them. They carry it on to the next generation, to the next generation, to the next generation in a faithful manner. May there be missionaries from Keeper's House that are going all out. You see, Husband and wife should come together and say, yes, what is happening, we, we must be part of it. Yes. My father has a house at this place that you call the name. That house has been lying there. We can't even get anybody to rent it. I think that from the business we do, we can easily transition there and start there as missionaries. Whether lay missionary, full-time missionary, whatever missionary you are, you can also be a missionary. You too can be a missionary. What a great opportunity. You too can go out to somewhere, some area, down so man. We need local missionaries. Yes. And we need interstate missionaries. And we need international missionaries that are traveling. They are going. They are going to the highways. They are going to the byways. You will see them. You see them with wild missionary on their, on their chest, pulling their carry-on case. Where are they going? They are going to a new land. They are going to a new country. There is a place that Keeper's House hasn't gone yet. And they are carrying the torch that has been passed over to them through the many sermons that have been given to you. The preaching you have received. The laying on of hands you have received. Many of us have received laying on of hands that are to propel us to mega churches. Enjoying, shouting, preach, 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 preach. I used to shout, preach, 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 when Bishop would be preaching. And now, I am the one that they are shouting the preach, preach, preach to. They are saying, and I'm, I also have some people, I'm telling them, you too, you can go and somebody will be saying, preach, 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 preach. A lot of frontliners. They shouldn't be here after some years. Yes. Some have gone already. 
uh, summer, this is their last time here. They are going. You should go. Yeah, Go ye, not stay ye. You have seen the harvest. You have prayed about the harvest. Now go ye. Go as a faithful missionary. Go as a, 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 a what? A wild converter of people. Yes. Go as a systematic indoctrinator. Go as a, 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 a devoted career of the messages that you have heard here. Be a hard follower. Be a dedicated, be a dependable messenger that we can depend on you. We can, we can depend on you that when you go there, you are not going to break away and say, you've been there for some time, they have not visited you, so you are broken off and called it, what was the name of the church that was here? The grammar people, they gave us a name. Three, four, four, three, 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 four, four, four. Holy Ghost, Power, Thunder, Lightning, International Ministries. My God. You see, this is why many pastors don't like sending people to start branches. Because they are not faithful careers. They are not trustworthy careers. They are not faithful followers, hard followers. They are just looking for opportunity to just call themselves by some powerful title and make themselves greater than the father who sent them. Anybody who rises against his father when he has been sent, a judgment of God is following you, but you don't know. There will be sons and daughters that will be raised from here. They will remain sons and daughters until Jesus comes. Oh yes. To continue the same. The great commission is for all of us. So if that is what you are doing, I don't see why there's the breakaway is even important. There's no need to break away. Because we are doing the same thing. And together we stand. Every kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. We only make unbelievers laugh at us. And we make, we, 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 we release the ground for other religions to come in quietly and slowly. As you are fighting, they are taking over. As you are quarreling, they are taking over. As you are distracted, they are coming in. As you are distracted. That's why we must keep our focus. And in spite of all the attacks, we must keep our focus and keep preaching and keep saving souls and keep doing the crusades and keep joining. Whatever some of you, you are basenta or cell meeting. Cell. Yes, you must be part of the cells. Learn how to gather five people, seven people, twelve people, twenty. All those are training grounds for missionary work. So that one day when you are sent out of here, to go to any town, any suburb, in Accra, outside Accra, in Ghana, outside Ghana, in Africa, outside Africa. One day we'll be going to Kenya. We are going to Kenya to do what? We are having a convention. Takeoff convention is happening in Kenya. East Africa Conference. Yes. Uh, maybe by that time, the, the, the team there is... is is wild missionaries. He said, Ah, I remember 2021. We had wild missionaries in Accra. And now Kenya is having 2021. In, uh, uh, they are having takeoff uh, wild missionaries in 2032. Why not? 
There will be singers that are going from here. They are going to the conference. There are brothers who are from here. They are going for conference. Sometimes when we have camp meetings, there are people who are in Ghana. They are going for a camp meeting in London. They are coming from Ghana. They are going to camp meeting in South Africa. Sometimes we go to Kenya. There are about 20 Ghanaians who have joined the, the train and are going to Kenya for a camp meeting of shepherds and, and workers, church workers in Kenya for Lighthouse Chapel International. That is why I'm so grateful to God for this wonderful prophetic theme that wild missionaries are being raised up from here and they are going to go to the highways. They'll go to the north. They'll go to the south. They'll go to the east. They'll go to the west. They'll gather them. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany